are you? Yeah. How are you today? I'm good. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so excited to talk with you. So I'm just, I'm just ready to go. I've been ready to go. I'm like, yeah, let's go. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, first things first, I, I really do love your show. Like it's a really authentic, um, like I, I feel like one of the things that I have that doesn't work so well for me and, and I'm not comparing, I'm literally, I'm just, you know, observing here. Uh, mm-hmm. one of those things that I have is I think because of, uh, what I talk about in in the music or how I talk about the music. Um, sometimes it can leave people feeling like, oh, I think he's, you know, he's he's just learning about it or he's just getting his feel around it, but he's trying to sound like an expert about it. And I, I don't know why people think that. But with you, I think you authentically come across as like, oh, I'm not saying I know anything about this stuff, but this this is how it hit me this is how i feel about it and i love that because that's what i try to convey some people get it some people don't so you know whatever yeah um really Uh, i feel feel that for sure i definitely feel that i i just i just want to talk about what moves me and i i feel that you have that same vibe and so you know i enjoyed your show on jazz standards i mean i just thought it was lovely and i was just kind of fooling around with other things too and i just you know we just People are so judgmental. We just want to talk about music. Who cares what that's you know where, where you are on the ladder of learning? We're all learning. Yeah, you know? that's fun. really that's really the truth. That's really the truth. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna hop right into it though. Uh, so yeah, thank you for go. joining me for another episode of the Record Spinner Podcast. Uh, this episode is gonna be a doozy. Uh, I have Tara from Tara's Turntable um, here with me, and that that is how you say your name, right? Because you know some people yeah. have a different uh, pronunciation. So it was like Tara. It's Tara, right? Yes. That's well, the joke is that I'm Jamaican, and I don't say it either way, right? So I, I'll know it's me you're talking about. So <laughs> if you want to say Tara or Tara, or whatever, I, I know it. I know it's me, but I, I say Tara. So Tara. Okay. That's how cool. I say. Cool, cool. Yeah. Awesome. I'm gonna say it how you say it. Uh, and yeah. you're joining me from, like you said, the the great island of Jamaica, which is freaking awesome uh i I gotta get out there um and and i have some questions about that uh about your how you find uh digging how you find record collecting and uh in that on that island um Mm -hmm. so i guess i could start there and then i'll I'll loop back around to some of the other questions yeah sure so yeah so i'm in kingston jamaica and it's a lovely sunny a wonderful sunny saturday um, but yeah, collecting in Jamaica, I mean, it, it has its ups and downs, Noel, in that, okay, so um, if I want to get certain stuff, I'm not going to be able to just walk in a store and pick it up, okay? Mm-hmm. So um, in, in fact, yeah, it's, it's kind of a weird thing because even with our own stuff, our own music, our own reggae, rock steady, whatever, mm-hmm, our own mm-hmm. homegrown stuff, it's hard to get that, right? Mm-hmm. Good good quality pressings of that. The Japanese have all come down here and just scooped up our good records because, <laughs> you know, we de- we decided that, oh yeah, it's it's vinyl. It's, it's nobody wants that anymore. And then yeah, they've given yeah. away and just the Japanese came and just cleared out our stuff. So it's really hard to get even just homegrown stuff here. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to mention just, okay, if I want jazz, which I collect, yep. that's not going to happen. I'm going to have to kind of, you know, yes. go online for that. Um, but the nice thing though, the great thing about collecting here is discovering people's collection. So if someone has a collection mm. a private collection mm-hmm. and someone passes away, for example, and you have all of these amazing records in there, because what, what would have happened, uh, Noel, is that a lot of great, uh, soul records were pressed here. So, so, you know, back in the day. So for example, I mean, I, I took out 
something that I'm sure we'll talk about, this Sam Cooke, uh, mm -hmm. Mr. Soul. And so if you look here, you will see that, well, it's, this is Barbados, it's manufactured and printed or distributed by the West Indies records, you know, and printed in, in Barbados. And that's Barbados, but we do have a lot of stuff that are printed here. So you'll find these good quality pressings about, you know, a few years old, I mean, you know, a couple of decades old, but they're, and they're quite good. And you'll mm -hmm. find that in people's private collections. So the nice thing is being able to kind of get word of something or, oh, somebody has this and you got to go on a road trip and go hunt that down. And that that's fun. But if I, if I want to say, let's get, okay, you know, there's some kind of new Blue Note release. I want to get some new Blue Note reissue. I mean, that's going to be online. I can't walk into a store and get that here. So gotcha, gotcha. In, a, in, a, in a nutshell, that is, is what it is. Very, very yeah. interesting. And that's why I had that question because I sort of felt that that was um, sort of the vibe on the island, yeah. of course, and me knowing a little bit about it. When did yeah. you begin collecting? Okay, so it's a fantastically boring story, right? So, <laughs> Isn't it, aren't they all? I promise it's very boring. <laughs> so I, I, I started collecting when spiritually I was, I felt moved to get a turntable. So I went to an antique fair. I love antiques. Mm -hmm all things old and so um i went to an antique fair and i saw a guy he had this old turntable mm -hmm. and i was like yeah i was very interested in it he had some a couple of old miles records thrown down around it too nice. not sure what condition they were in but I, I was quite taken by the turntable and i said to him you know how do i get a turntable mm -hmm. and he was kind of telling me you know i could try this try that try that and then I just could not get it out of my mind. So the very within two days, I was just like, "Yeah, it's time to get myself my turntable." But it was very intuitive, and I knew I needed to do it. Mm -hmm. it. It just felt something that it wasn't just a whim. It felt like a compulsion. You have to go get your turntable and start collecting your records now. Mm -hmm. And I just went with it as I do when it comes to these feelings. So that would have been within the last three years. I mean, I'm really. As in terms of vinyl, I'm a, I'm a newbie, really. Uh, in terms of the music I listen to, it's been a long time listening yeah, to the music, but yeah. but having it on vinyl is a different story. So that's different. But um, yeah, it was just something that was this emotional and spiritual pull to just start collecting. And so mm -hmm. um, what I did, my mom was like, you know, um, you should you should get your turntable before you get your records. No, but I, I bought four records before my turntable <laughs> yes. came. I got, I got, I got this Sam Cooke, Mr. Soul. I got, nice. I believe a, a Roberta Flack was in there, Quiet Fire. Nice. A Curtis Mayfield Roots was also the third one. And I think I got a Smokey Robinson comp, my first four records. Nice. And nice. those arrived, those arrived before the turntable. So I'm just like, you know, what better statement of my intention to collect and be serious than to get my records first. Yeah. Then the, the TT will come, but then, you know, I'm going to get my records first. So that's really how it, it unfolded. It was really just a sort of a spiritual pull that has blossomed into something that is just, we'll, we'll talk about that too. So yeah, yeah, it's just, I, it's, I have it's that. It's blossomed from that point. Yeah. That's beautiful. No, I, and, and I love how you talk about how you talk about music. I have a, I have a whole host of questions around that, but I, I yeah. do want to ask, um, you, you sort of alluded to it already. So what you were collecting, you, you started out, sort of in that soul category yeah um, right like sort of soul which is awesome uh beautiful stuff curtis mayfield some of his stuff is really hard to get your hands on nowadays mm -hmm. uh, but when i first started collecting it was i saw a lot of that in record stores and and honestly like going back to what you said about like your your newness in collecting i like to think that we're all sort of new in collecting yeah. you know what i mean like yeah 
every day I'm learning something that I didn't know about before in, in vinyl. Like, you know what I mean? Like whether exactly. it's cleaning with Ryan, whether it's, you know, mm-hmm. any anything technical, like how Ryan, you know, kind of schools me. And I have a few other guys that kind of school me on like mm-hmm. what, how cleaning is supposed to be with your vinyl, with your records and how important it is. Um, whether it's the music, like me and you talking about like uh, the, mm-hmm. the music discovery of like a, a new a new person or new uh, band or new group every day. And I have this weird little saying, it's like every day is a school day, really, because that's exactly really what it is. Exactly. Because collecting fuels the search for more, for more music. It fuels learning and discovery. That curiosity. So, yeah. It, yeah. It, it just, just stirs it up. Yep, exactly. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. And so you answering that question about what you were collecting. Uh, first record you remember falling in love with? The first Sam one. Cook. Sam Cook, Mr. Soul. Nice. <laughs> the reason why I've nice. been, been harping on that one. <laughs> Someone asks me, you know, every, you know, they always ask, you know, Desert Island top five. And I'm like, listen, I don't know, but I know one record that's coming with me is, is my Sam Cooke, Mr. So that one is going to be, I don't care if, if the house is burning down, that one is coming out. Okay. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, if I had to do that and, and I'll, I, that's a lot of what I feel like, uh, you do, you interact with your, uh, your audience a lot, very well. Um, they ask a lot of questions of you. You answer some questions on your show, uh, which is phenomenal. Um, and if I had to say that right now, oh man, like I would just say probably kind of blue. I mean, and I talk yeah, about that right? record all the time. Like that would yeah. probably probably be the record that had to go with me um, on yeah. a desert island for sure. Yeah. Um, that would be in there too. I mean, how would I live without blue and green? You oh know? my god, yeah, hard. right. That's like, hard. like that That's whole hard. album. Jeez, like, uh, yeah. if I had to never hear that album again, I, again, I would rather, well. yeah, I would rather not. I would just rather not hear. Like, just go ahead and right. make me deaf. Um, right. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. That's funny. Um, yeah. So, I already asked about you know how how you find collecting in on the island of jamaica mm-hmm. um are there any favorite shops that you have like any like any places well, you want to shout out or you know low-key yeah sure well i mean the, the thing is that the favorites are just what exists right so, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah there is actually you know it's funny because there is a store it's it's in halfway tree in kingston the kind of halfway point between what we call uptown downtown mm-hmm. uh, kingston and there is a store that um it was, it's owned by Derek Harriott, uh, who is a prolific um, singer in his own right, musician in his own right. Awesome. Um, and so he has had that store there for years. In fact, when I was in high school, um, I asked him to put some, it was a kind of, I think, a, a, an older kind of rock steady or reggae tune and put it on a, on a cassette for me because of course in that time there was no YouTube okay mm-hmm. um, so I had to go get it on a, on, a, on a cassette so he's had that store and I go and I get stuff from him um, there is another store downtown that's called Rockers um, mm-hmm. big up to Mitchy, you know so nice. I, I've gone there and, and collected stuff recently um, uh, you know so it's a little very small store but it has it's just a wonderful authentic feel in the heart of downtown kingston so you get that nice old vibe and just that authentic and you know i I found a lot of kind of um soul records in there that that no one really wants so i've just kind of found them them, good a good set of soul stuff that apparently has just kind of any gems in there anything you find that's like i never heard this of this artist before but like this is crazy this is crazy dope like mm, 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 
so much like that, but I found things that I wanted to collect. So for example, there was a there was an Otis Redding, uh, Carla Thomas uh, record mm-hmm. that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I, I've, I've never heard of it before. And I was like, how did I not know about this? And I walked into the store and I found it. I'm just like, oh yeah, I really wanted this. Or um, I think I got from there a Curtis Mayfield and the Impressions record that um, I, yeah, I, I wanted to, that was a nice find, yeah. you know, because I, I wouldn't be finding that otherwise a lot around. So it, it that was good. But yeah, I mean, so it, the stuff. thing is that, yeah, yeah. I mean, you. I, I have found some enjoyable things in in that store. So, yeah, big up to to Rockers and Orange Street. <laughs> That's what's up. That's dope. Uh, and you've already yeah, told yeah. me a little bit about what you like and dislike about about uh, record collecting on the island. And so that I think that's very much what I expected um, to mm-hmm. hear from, especially the dislike side. It's just like, yeah, there's not a lot of variety. You know, when you go into the stores, you can't guarantee that everything's going to be there. Um, exactly something... and for what i collect you know it's like yeah. if if because you know i'm a, I'm a big jazz collector so mm-hmm. it's just like i'm not gonna find a lot of what i want yeah, yeah. you know uh, for that kind of stuff um so that has to be online that that's the biggest frustration and then it's like of course international shipping and all of that it's, yep, it's yep. a whole a yep. whole thing so. yep and, and you know it's it, it's very akin to um you know, I like to think about any areas that are rural in America, right? Like, mm-hmm. so it's, it. you have a, there's a relationship, there's a, a camaraderie there that, um, that we can understand um, in this country, in some places. Um, I'm, I'm very fortunate to live in the nation's capital, which is kind of cool. Right. Uh, and there's tons of stores uh, around, around me um yeah for like various things like right like a you know hip-hop is you know one store and then you like anything new reissues is another store but Mm -hmm. you know and you leave you leave the nation's capital maybe four hours where i'm where i'm from where you know i was you know reared and stuff uh and it's very much the same it's like you don't there's not if you want you just can't hop out of your house exactly. and go you know, exactly find all the stuff don't you want. know noel maybe it's a good thing that i don't i can't just hop out maybe it's on the pocket <laughs> right maybe save some cash I knew, I knew and going. i can't just you know yeah. jump in my car and be like yeah you know let me go out and yeah. buy records so it's, it's definitely put me in a poor house yeah oh <laughs> so. this is a very expensive hobby you better have some cash to, to have you to, to enjoy your record so yeah that's that well yeah that's awesome uh is there and and you can say you can definitely uh fall back on Sam Cooke and Otis Redding. Those are totally good answers. But is there any mm-hmm. one artist, group, or genre um, that has essentially, that you have to to blame for this hobby, for you and this hobby? Like any, you, you can say it's it was a genre. You can say it was uh, an artist. It, it can be anything. But what what is that one thing that's responsible for it? Honestly, I, I think that the thing that's responsible for it is... I don't know if that's if it's a genre or an artist that it, it, it's it's sort of for me and, and I know we'll get more into that but for me it's I think a search for beauty that I find it's it's mm. that thing that fuels I think mm-hmm. um, the passion for the music and collecting on vinyl it's like the search for I, I've I've thought about it a lot you know I think I think it comes down to a search for beauty. In other words, that's what fuels the passion for collecting and the passion for um, getting involved in this in a, in a deep way. So it, it's for me, it's like, oh shoot, this, this sample is so sublime. Where can I find more sublimity, please? 
oh, this this kind of blue, look at what Bill Evans is doing. I must find more. It's the search for yeah. more and more yeah. beauty and elegance, I think, and, and having your mind elevated. So I don't know if it's, so wh wherever I find that, if it's in Otis or if it's in Sam or if it's in Bill Evans or Miles or whatever, it doesn't matter. But I, I think it's just whatever artists or genres I feel have that quality that moves me in some kind of way and in a deep sort of spiritual way it's like yeah i want that beauty i want that feeling yeah, it's yeah. a feeling i'm after i yeah. think it sounds yeah. like to me that and this is the same for me as well a little bit it, it varies i'm sure but like that spiritual thing and we're definitely going to talk about that that will yeah. unpack all of that yay but <laughs> What I hear, though, is I hear that curiosity is like a, attached to that spirit. And that's something yes. that you can't really you do a really great job on your show of talking about your curiosity and this spirit, this essence that you're talking about as far as like what makes you chase this music. Um, mm -hmm. But you can't really it's almost like it's almost like uh, telling somebody how what it means to fall in love. Right. Like you can't exactly. you can't tell exactly. somebody like and I'm stealing Nina Simone's words here. Right. You can't tell somebody what it means to, to fall in love. Uh, but you can certainly try and paint the picture. But um, yeah. but if if that, if that curiosity doesn't exist and it, it, it sort of seems foreign, it sort of seems weird. It sort of seems like you're, maybe you're making it up, uh, yeah. but you're not. This is this yeah. is a real this is really inside of you and, and it's exactly. inside of me and and I know how you feel about this and and that's exactly. why I, when when I came upon your your channel I was like yeah I have to talk to her on the show because like yeah. we talk about music and going into into how we talk about music and those questions mm -hmm. like we talk about music in a very similar way we talk about music i, I try to talk about it as elegant as you do i feel like <laughs> I'm, I'm so serious uh but you know and uh, what i usually come across sounding uh and again this is me maybe projecting or whatever but i feel like i, I come across sounding a little bit more pompous and that's not on purpose i think that's just me trying to explain in the most elegant way i can explain that yeah. you know this is the way this music moves me, Makes, moves me. yes yeah. exactly how yeah. do i put into language how do i translate the untranslatable into this exactly. limited linear language i have to use you know it's yeah it's, it's a biggest it's the biggest sort of struggle i think we all face as people who really care about music it's how well yeah i mean and there are various um points of interest mm -hmm. obviously noel i do enjoy the intellectual side i want to know about the styles the genres yeah, who yeah, did yeah. what when the history all of that mm -hmm. but at the end of the day music is sound it's frequency it's not language it hits somewhere else you know it, yeah. it just does yeah so. yeah yeah that's that's yeah. super dope that is and like i said that's my favorite one of my favorite things about your your whole channel uh i, I you've we will talk about it way more, uh, but I, I do want you to sort of go into like, what made you want to start sharing this? What made you say, yeah. I'm going to take this very, what do we just call it? We called it, it's almost like inaudible. Um, yeah. This inaudible feeling, the spirit that that is inside of me about my passion and music. I'm going to take this feeling and I'm going to try to communicate it to, to yeah. whoever will listen. Tell right. me about that process a little bit. You know, it's funny you ask that. I, I think I was thinking about that question this morning before I got here on here with you. And I, you know, you didn't ask it, but I was thinking about the question. And I think 
for me, it, it boils down to how do I share this joy? How do I share this effervescence that I feel in my spirit? So I, in this, in well, last year, 2021, I brought on uh, my uncle into collecting. So, you know, awesome. um, he saw my, um, my video um, mm -hmm. on my channel, my, my first or, or video on my YouTube channel. And I think my dad sent it to him or some such. And then, he, <laughs> then my dad was like, you know, you should go out with your uncle and let him take you record shopping. And then we now have our own little record thing going on. You know, he's cool. my record buddy. But it, for me, it was about sharing the joy. I just want, so, so this kind of conversation where it's just like, yeah, I want to just share the joy I'm feeling, talk about the music and nerd out mm -hmm. in a way that I can just share the joy that I'm feeling in listening to this. So I think that the impulse to get on and to talk is, it, it wasn't about, ooh, you know, here I am, I'm going to tell you about Co-Train and tell you about Miles and this is what it is. And, Which you, you see know, a lot of that so, in our community. Right, yeah, Because yeah, <laughs> you know, a lot yeah. of historians are here, so I get it, right? Yeah, like, and I, I respect that. Yeah, 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 me too, me too. Totally respect that, but I, I, I unfortunately can't do that, unfortunately, yeah. right? Like, you know. And I have to learn and listen and think about, but I think at the end of the day, each person, Noel, is qualified to talk about how did this music make me feel, okay? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know, you might not know the ins and outs of, of music or music theory or whatever else. I, I've, I've gone into listening to, to, to lectures on YouTube about jazz improv. I wouldn't be listening to that, the technicalities of that, you know, chords. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know, but that's just like, that's, that's above my picture, okay? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but then, you know, that intellectual kind of curiosity too. So I enjoy learning about that. I enjoy learning about different pressings and this and mm -hmm, that and all mm -hmm. of that. And the more vinyl side and then the equipment side. I'm, I'm less, I'm least interested in that. I just want a decent sounding setup, which I think, and I do think that to an extent, this is kind of tangent here now, to an extent, oh, I think that, that, people who collect vinyl and want to listen to music on vinyl, I think there is an inner audiophile in each of us, kind of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it might not be, each person mightn't have the same degree or extent of that, but it's like, yeah, there is an inner, you do care about how your music sounds and, and, it, and it's difficult to listen to low quality music that it's just like, oh, this doesn't sound quite right. Yeah, I can't yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's that piece of it. But for me, the impulse was to just... I want to share how much joy it's giving me this music and anyone who wants to talk about it with me, you're free to join. So, um, but I, I wasn't pretending to sort of be this, Ooh, let me tell you about all of this stuff. And because I had to learn and I love learning from people. I love discovering, I love scrolling through my Instagram and seeing, Oh, Noel has this new record. What's that? Let me go check it out, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's just that. So I, I don't mind being educated at all. You see um, that on your show. You see yeah. like you, you make no qualms about that. You, you have, segments where you shout out people who have inspired you or or have taught you something about the yeah. music or about vinyl or you know have shouted you out for whatever reason um and so i think you do a really great job of cultivating a real community within your your channel i think that's awesome uh so it's yeah. like seriously kudos to you when i when i stumbled across your your channel i was like feeling like wow like here's a person who gets it and here's a person who has the um, who has the know-how to, like I said, cultivate that community of um, like this is what 
this is what we're going to talk about. And I'm I'm learning from you just as much as you're hearing from me and, you know, vice yeah. versa, like every every which way. And, and that's beautiful. Yes. Um, absolutely exactly. The beautiful. other thing, too, the other mm-hmm. thing, too, is that, I mean, you know, being being a younger person, you know, so, you know, you're 30 something, mm-hmm. your friends might not be into the same music that you're into. Yep, so yep. you have to go online and find people of like mind mm-hmm. who you who will understand. So I think I posted on Instagram the other day. I was like, oh, I, I was hearing um, the first few notes of Lonnie's Lament on, on Coltrane. Yeah, Crescent. I saw that. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I, I, f- I feel like hearing that now. It's just like, I just felt the notes. Mm-hmm. I heard them in my mind's mm-hmm. ear. And I went on and I said that. And then somebody's like, yes. And I'm like, that's what I want to be able to do, to say this stuff and have someone get what the hell I'm saying. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> yes. Finally, someone, and they're all the way in California or wherever they are. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, yes, I can say something and be immediately understood at that level. So that's what I love, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You got you got to love that feeling. That's a there's no better feeling than that. I think Um, having that person to sort of geek out with. Yes around yes. whatever your hobby is now that that's sort of universal right if you're into cars exactly. like having somebody you can geek out with the cars or whatever exactly um that's important super necessary yeah. and sometimes you're sure. i know a lot of uh, a lot of my friends um i have I have listening parties sometimes and i have people over and they they may like they may like the aesthetic or the music but like it's when I start to ramble on about dates and then I start to sound like the, the local historian or I'm talking about whatever, you know, they're like, yeah. this dude, like, geez. And I'm like, yes. oh, never mind. Like, let's just, let's just enjoy, let's just enjoy yeah. the music, sorry. whatever. Yeah. Sorry about that. Like, so I totally understand. I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so I really a, feel a like, nerd yeah, nerding out is yeah. super important. I really feel like um, in addition to how you talk about the music, again, it comes across as really genuine. It comes across as really, um, it's really who you are. There's no facade. There's no fake. There's no, you know, there's no performance. Um, again, these are things that I think in our community, we see so much of like the historical perspectives and, and the experts and the, the serious enthusiasts like that. I think people like you and I who come across as like, hey, look. We're just, we're, I just want to tell you that I love this. <laughs> That's yeah, really it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where do you, it, it's a tough question, um, but where, like you said spirit and curiosity. That's where it mm-hmm. comes from. That's like the, that's like your, your core. Um, but like the actual, the actual process of, of taking something, uh, taking a video of yourself because you're on video and mm-hmm. uploading that. How, yeah. How is that nerving? How is that? How does that make you nervous? Or how does that make you feel as far as like being able to just like open up and share with with the world of how a vinyl, how you feel and, or how you think about a particular song or record? Well, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I, I do um, on my other work, I do have a separate uh, youtube for my work my oh, other okay hat that i wear when so i have I'm to find that to... <laughs> <laughs> so i'm kind of i'm kind of you know the video thing is i don't mind doing it um mm-hmm. but for me you know um i guess any nervousness that i would feel is eclipsed by just that that passion that that desire to connect and share mm-hmm. or anything mm-hmm. like that you know um but you know you know to go back to your point about the experts and stuff i mean i the thing about it is to 
obviously I respect people's knowledge, right? But at the end of the day, I also see them as human beings too. And I, and I, I, the people who I kind of hang out with in the VC, um, I haven't felt, even though they, they may have a lot more experience than I do, whatever, mm -hmm. I, I don't feel like I'm fundamentally less qualified to speak than they, than they are. Yeah. Fundamentally. Um, a lot and of I them don't make you feel like that too. They're, they're very yeah, open. They, they're, they're, they're very, oh, exactly. Yeah. And those people I find that they're great, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, I, I learn from them and, and they, oh, I, for some strange reason, I don't know what it is, but, you know, I've been very, very welcomed in the community. And um, you have, of, you have your yeah, reception. Yeah, I really have. You've, re you've received. I really have. I read I, all I, of your comments and people love, love the, your content. <laughs> like people are just like, yeah. like more of this. Like <laughs> they're really kind. They're really kind. And I feel very welcomed. And if I go on a live stream, whatever, you mm -hmm. know, I feel very welcome. Then if I don't know about something, I just sit and listen. And then when I have something to say, I chime in. So, I, so I'm okay with that. I, it, it's fine, you know? So, but yeah, I mean, just jumping on there is on YouTube and stuff. It's just, it's just a way to just connect with those of like mind and to just share that passion. Like I said before, it's not, it's mm. just, that's what it is. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, how important, so. how important is the vinyl aspect of the music? You talked about this a little earlier. And you said yeah. that your your history with music dates way further back than your history yeah. with collecting vinyl. So how important yeah. is how important is that to the channel? Would you still do a show about? And, and I just thought about that that yeah. conversation we had yesterday where he was like, "Don't call it a show. <laughs> how can you call it a show?" But you know, yeah. I saw, I'm sorry that I, I, I randomly thought of that, but it made me chuckle. Um, but what is it uh, about? Um, is it about all the vinyl or is it about the music more? Could you do a show that focused on MP3 versions of jazz songs? Okay, I don't think so. Uh, let me explain to you why. So, um, let me try to connect some dots. Go for it. So, um, from a, for a very long time, you know, when I was in high school, I would always listen to music way before my time. Mm -hmm. So, I think on one video, I may have said something like, you know, I, I feel a strong sense of psychological closeness to the 1950s and 60s. And so I just, it, it honestly, Noel, feels like when I'm playing my records and the music of that time, it feels like I'm remembering it. It feels like I'm, I'm going down memory lane. It's very nostalgic for wow, me in a, yeah. in a very deep way. And so for me, I think the thing with vinyl is one, is collecting the music that I love on the format that it was originally released on. That's mm -hmm, the first mm -hmm. thing. And then it's like a tactile bridge, taking up that record. It's like a tactile bridge to these older decades, 50s, 60s, that I feel like some part of me lives in. And so it, it's, it's a whole psychic experience of bridging from past to present through this mm -hmm. medium. So when I take out my vinyl, from the sleeve it's a whole lot going on for me it, it really honestly and without sounding too esoteric it feels like <laughs> i love it, it i love it it feels like it, it feels like going home it feels like remembering it feels like oh yes i'm coming home it's mm -hmm. like oh yes it, it feels like the relief of enjoying some very beautiful memories and so that honestly is the deeper fuel you know and so for me it's funny my uncle I was at his house uh, one one evening, and his um, his um, mother and father-in-law came by, and I was playing um, what was it? 
Sam Cooke Live at Harlem Square Club, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is in the 60s. And so um, the, his, his um, father-in-law walks in and he's completely like, just what on earth is going on here? This young girl, you know, this 30-something who is playing this music and dancing like she's literally at the club itself, yeah, right? Yeah. And he was just like, what's going on here? And my uncle said, you know, Tara, if it's if it's if it's 1970s, it's too old for her. You know, we were just laughing. In other words, like my, my sweet spot is that 50s, 60s. You know, so I'm gonna mm. be here, and I, I'm gonna kill my neighbors with some serious platters. You know, I'm gonna play the platters here, no. <laughs> whatever whatever day of the week. It doesn't matter. Just you know, not not only on Sundays. That's, and so that's beautiful. <laughs> and so it's just that it, it's it's. I I think that it's that remembrance thing. Mm-hmm that fuels the talking about music that fuels the passion for it um but also i and i suppose yes so vinyl is important because it allows me to have that bridge and it and it's a tactile thing that connects me to that time it's like Mm. a a kind of what you call it an artifact of an older time that makes me feel that sense of connection um and then also you know you know we can talk about this i know we can debate this forever but i do think and maybe it's just my own emotional uh perception but i do think that yes it does sound better on vinyl it does give <laughs> me more pleasure to listen to to me you know we, we can argue this out you know i've you can you know no no i'm me, right there with you i, I think yeah it just, it just it it just sounds better just it's, hits it's different it, it, it's different it's mm-hmm. it's it's so for me the music is also about the search for beauty and pleasure and so vinyl mm. gives me that kind of maximum pleasure uh both in terms of the spiritual emotional component mm-hmm. but also just the the actual okay the, the auditory experience of listening and so mm. it, it's several things so no to answer your question i don't think that i would jump online and talk about just the music uh in in fact my pet peeve, and I'll, I'll confess it to you. My pet peeve is when people in the VC or they're they're online and what they, or on Instagram or whatever, and then they will just no, I, I shouldn't say it. You oh, know, say, they, it, they, say it. Okay, let me be. Let me, so what they do is like this show needs go, some controversy, by the way. That's, <laughs> some controversy. Yeah, yeah, let me stir yeah. the pot. <laughs> let me stir the pot. Yeah, need yeah. to get the the ratings up, the right? views up. Yeah, so, you know. So you say you're doing your 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 vinyl, and mm-hmm. it's fine. But then what you do now is. You, you post like just uh, what do you call it now a a picture that you mm-hmm. just get from Google mm-hmm. you do, and you put it as a post no I want to see your I want to see yeah, your yeah. copy of the no, record that is I want to see you take a picture of your copy show me what you you know take it in your in your house so I can that see is a, your copy. that's such a great point and I'm gonna go off uh, off our script here uh, just a bit and uh, you know we have some you know, some questions that I was asking but I have mm-hmm. to stop right here two things one of the things that i feel like is so important is when i first started sharing my collection via instagram there were a few there were a few ground rules that i wanted to have and and i I made these rules up for me i didn't make these rules i didn't i don't go across and and judge people for them but low-key i'm judging people for (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. low-key it's like i don't it, it the picture has to come from me if it's a record, yes. it has to come from my collection. I can't, I can't post something that you know I, I have that's being pre-ordered that's on the way. I can't post something. No, it has to be like in my hands, on on my floor, in its in its cubby, where in its slot, whatever. 
I cannot do that. And so that's just one of those really important rules that uh, that I have for myself that I feel like, like, like you said, does kind of cheapen yeah. some of the some of our, our members in our in our community uh, where, you know, I think they do it. I think they do it to show sort of the the lack the lack of importance that of the the album artwork is as opposed to your understanding of the music. That's sort of my mm-hmm. take. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe you know maybe I'm yeah. onto something. Um, but the other thing that came up in your in your explanation of why the vinyl is so important, you said something about the 1950s and 1960s being so important to you. That's yeah. so interesting because I'm a 60s, 70s. That's that's the era that's so important yeah. to me, 60s and 70s. Right. So we interlap a little bit or overlap yeah. a little bit. Interlap. <laughs> we overlap a little bit. And I want you to talk to me about why why the 50s and 60s speak to you in such a way. That, that's hard to say. In fact, gotcha. the other day... It, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, and it's, I mean, I love 70s music. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I'm going to have my... I don't like the disco guitar. stuff. Yeah, yeah. But that's Well, stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm going to have... Yeah, okay, fine. So, you know, I'm going to have that on. I'm going to have some Temptation, some mm-hmm, Manhattan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have some, you know, whatever. It's going to be there. I, I love that stuff. Um, you know, and, and that's that my, my parents' era when they were... Maybe teenagers. Yeah, you know, teenagers. 70s. Yeah, my parents right. too. So, yeah, we sound right. like we have so, a similar yeah. similar upbringing. Right, yeah. exactly. So my my parents were born. My um, dad late fifties. My mom early sixties. Very okay. early sixties. So you know that when they were growing up, it's, you know as teens, that was their music, seventies music, and they yeah. they they love that. Mm-hmm. I I love it too. I really enjoy it. But I don't know. No, there's something about that time, that fifties sixties time, and it, it's not just about um, the music, but film too um and what i it's interesting i i am um, i realize noel that whatever genre it is so even in this sort of like what you call kind of corrido corridos mexican kind of style ballads or mm-hmm. more latin stuff mm-hmm. i'm still going to that 50s 60s time it's a particular sound i'm yeah. looking for yeah. i don't know what it is yeah. so it's like across genres if it's jazz if it's, you know, soul, if it's whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm still kind of in that 50s, 60s zone. I don't know. We could speculate on that in that's, terms of why the so emotional yeah. connection is there. But it just is. And my dad asked me that last, you know, two weeks ago. He's like, you know, 50s, 60s. Come on. I'm just like, yeah, dad, it's just it's just what I like. There's no explanation for it. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. Well, I, I'm glad that you answered that question uh, yeah. so directly. Um, it, it just hit me in the head, though, because I, I think for a lot of would you agree with this statement for a lot of vinyl collectors, for a lot of us? Um, I think we're fascinated with time periods. Yes, I think for I a lot of so. us, for a great deal of us. Uh, I think there, so. there are some who are very contemporary with their collecting. It's like all yeah. about the stuff they grew up with and they're very mm-hmm. much modern, right? And, and that's cool too. Yeah. But I think the overwhelming majority of people who collect um, vinyl are into some era that predates their existence i think yeah whether that be the 80s um and glam rock or you know hair metal or whatever Mm -hmm. um or if that's the 70s disco i see a lot of that stuff in our community um all of this leads to my next question which is are there any forums and 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 areas uh on the internet's interwebs that you're a part of that like really sort of like you, you sort of like hunker in and 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 you wrap yourself around to try and you know 
like I don't know, like it, it, it sort of it brings out the you know the the beautiful parts of of what why you're into this co- or community or why you're into this hobby, um, anything like that uh, that like you're a, like that, a forum. Yeah, like the forums. Yeah, yeah. The answer is not really. Yeah, I mean, like, like, like this is one. This yeah. is one. Yeah, yeah. Know, or, or, or talking yeah, terms. Yeah. I, I'm enjoying so much. Um, but it really is, honestly, it's a very solitary kind of pursuit because it, for me, and I, and I and I make no apologies about it. Like it really I, I is. do. I feel weird about it. Yeah. But and yeah. I feel weird. Sorry to cut you off, but I feel weird Fine. about it because there seems to be now a new emerging type of collector and the, co- mm. the new emerging collector is like very much community-based and, and that's great right like and i mean community-based in a sense of like they're always on they're talking to people they're they're networking all this stuff mm-hmm. and the reason i got into it at the very beginning especially for like the the personal reason for me was that this was a solo journey this was yeah. me and my records. And I go to the record store. Yeah. I talk to the owners. I talk to the people who are collecting records. But after that, I'm not talking to nobody about exactly. this stuff. I, I feel the same way. Going same home way. and I got to listen to this by myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, so. Exactly. I'm the same exactly. But it, it kind of, um, uh, you were talking about this before, before we got on here. You mentioned it. But um, this solitariness of it, because for me, the, my turntable and records it, it's uh married to a journey of for me coming into myself mm-hmm. um you know so it's like this hobby that i've had it, it's brought me nearer to me and mm-hmm. i'm not sure if the just being by myself just listening to my records if if that mirrors this sort of very internal process but for me i'm being straight up to say to, to you that it really has been this last couple of years with my records and my turntable has mirrored this process of really coming into myself mm-hmm. and so and, and feeling more like myself and so um i i guess that kind of doesn't it, it do you maybe that kind of precludes um having too many folks around in that in that no. process i don't know maybe but but just listening and and also you know noel i i am what I call a deep listener. It takes me a little yeah, while to yeah. get into a record and yeah, cut yeah. the meat. Yeah, yeah. I wanna, and then you know, it's like I'm listening to something, and I, you know, you listen to the, the same record over and over, and then one day it hits you like, yeah, I'm telling what you, the, what what the hell is hard we're doing on the, the, those last few notes of Capasa on Happens song for my time. father. Or what about this um, one where you put a record on and it's yeah. like you you just it, 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 for whatever reason maybe you're not in that in that mind frame but you don't feel it and you're like you take it off and it's like I'm, maybe yeah. i'm not ready for this right right and you come yeah. back to it maybe it's a day maybe it's a week later maybe it's a month later right you come back to it and it's like that it just hits you everything about it like in your you're like yeah. you said you're spotting shit like where you're like yeah you know like what is horace doing on the piano like or like yeah. or what is what is herbie doing on the piano like whoever right, it is right exactly. like it's like it, it, yeah. it, it, so it speaks to you and that happens a lot with me with like free the freer stuff mm-hmm. like the free jazz yes, as we yes. get into like the like i said the, the late 60s early 70s uh mm-hmm. stuff with jazz 
that stuff takes a little bit of time for me to like digest yeah. and fully understand. And it's yeah. so important to be a deep listener about that. Um, mm -hmm. Deep listening is important for all the all of the music, but especially for stuff that you may not be able to wrap your head around for whatever reason. So sorry to cut you off about that. But no, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It, it's it's that, and I'm, I'm not saying oh you should deep listen. I am thrown <laughs> on. Okay, maybe I, I'm kind of saying that too. But I, I I own that it's it's my it's my stuff. You know, yeah. I own it. It's yeah. Tara likes to sit down and digest this and then you know, the wonderful thing is that you know it's like a person a record is you know it's like a person that you get to know them with time yep, yep. and so the way you heard a record even two years in how you hear it three more years in because also that process of listening to other music sharpens and refines your ears mm -hmm. so it's like oh i'm going to come back i'm going to hear what herbie is doing on the keys there because i have more experience in listening to music and therefore i have more my ear is more refined yep, yep. it's like whoa what's that what what did he just do Woo! didn't see that before and so by the way that's my story with kind of blue i did not get that record in the first i was oh. I, i had i was trying I was really trying. I'm like, they say I should love this. And then <laughs> they, they say this is the this is the game changer. <laughs> but now, but now, kind of blue is something I spin multiple times per week. Like a lot of like various times per week. Uh -huh. That thing is on my turntable because I just now Same. it's now I'm ready for it. So it's just like, okay, fine. Yeah. But um, but yeah, you know, it, yeah, that's just it's an interesting thing. That was Love Supreme for me. Love Supreme, when I first put that on a turntable, and this is probably jazz records i remember hearing um i did not i didn't i didn't really get it i didn't really and like it, <laughs> that's it's, fair yeah i mean yeah it's fair because this john coltrane it's it's his apex yeah. right like you know like yeah. that is it's it's a it's a really deep not to use that word you know in in the weird way that we use it now but it's a very yeah. deep record but now i put it on and it's like that is that is a sunday cleanse record that is a mm -hmm. record that is like on and, and maybe it's Maybe it's a little bit of like aging in addition to your ear being refined, right? Like you, as you age, you start to, you start to experience more stuff. And as you experience yes. more stuff, you start yes. to relate more of whatever, whatever it is, whether it's pain, whether it's happiness, sadness, whatever, you start to relate mm -hmm. more of that into the music. And it's like, Oh, Oh, what up? Oh, yeah. I think I get what he's doing here. I think I get what, yeah. what what's going on here. I think I get the transaction, yeah. the the prayer, yeah. the feel that's yeah. that I'm supposed to be it, feeling. It affects me now. It, it, yeah. it, it hits somewhere now. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and there's something else too, you know, where for me, you know, I mentioned this idea of the, of the search for beauty, but for me, I really listen to a cold train or whatever, it doesn't matter, um, whichever. Uh, and I know we're talking, we're getting more jazz centric now, but no, no, yes, let's do it. But, but it, it's 
for me, it's like, whoa, look at these human beings who are able to create such elegance. And for me, yes, it is caught up to some degree with the fact that, I mean, if we're going to go into that socio-historical context of America in the 50s or 60s, that's a different thing. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, wow, look at, the, look at human beings' ability to create such refinement, such dignity, such elegance, such goodness. Mm. And that I'm so lucky that I'm able to just hear that. So when I'm hearing these subtleties, I, I think that to me also... The deep listening thing for me goes along with I'm someone who I seem to be quite attuned to subtleties and or nuance. I yeah, like yeah, to, yeah. to listen to those things. It, it hits me like, oh, what's that? And so vinyl is and, and listening to music on vinyl, if, you know, is, is rewarding in that way because Perfect you can really tune into that subtlety and nuance. Yeah. And then it, 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 it amplifies um, how much elegance you're able to absorb. Yeah. You know, it's like, wow, this is really beautiful. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And we, I mean, honestly, we could talk four days about yes. how about how this music, how we talk about the music together on um, on our various platforms. And I think that it's one of the things that for me, when when finding your channel, I was like, OK, I am definitely not alone out here. Like and, and I know that that sounds weird, but there there are shades of how we talk about music in everyone's approach, I feel like. But mm -hmm. most people come at it from either like that historical perspective. So they're coming at it from a historian uh, as a historian and, mm -hmm. and they're able to tell you like all these really cool details about the music and what what was going on with mm -hmm. the time and what was going on with the musicians, et cetera, et cetera. Some people come at it purely from the technical side of the vinyl and, and, and yeah. how the pressings are better than one another or the OGs are better than the, the, the oh, reissues. Yes. And, right. and that's dope yeah. because we, we feed off of that ourselves. I'm sure I know yeah. I feed off oh, of we that. Like that. Right? Yeah. yeah, I feed off of that. I use a, I use a little bit of that in my content building, right? Mm -hmm. But what you're what we're trying to convey is just that, that there's a feel with this stuff that you can't mm -hmm. articulate no matter how yeah. good we try. That is. Yeah. It's important but, but but you know to go back to what you're talking about with the whole instagram thing and you know this is where we interact now on instagram yeah yeah, yeah. As, as vc people um in the community for me so i'm not demanding that you come to it the way i come to it but i do want something real from you i I, I i tend to get annoyed when people you know so they you might see someone on instagram and then they they will just post the record and take a photo and then they say oh this and the year no i want i want to know more about yeah, what yeah. you thought about yeah, it yeah. What, what, did what, what do you feel what's happening with you today you know what, why is that so, for, so yeah, even yeah. if you're not getting into the the depth of the music tell me that you know you're having a bad day today and then this is what really hit you you know so that that kind of emotional authentic piece is, is important to me I want to hear your connection to that music that you're playing mm -hmm. um so I, I tend to look for that and I, I tend to follow people who talk to me about the music in a in a real way and and, and how they interact with it mm -hmm. so yeah I, I got this yesterday here's that just treat me like I'm in your living room and just tell me right. something you know just simple that. and authentic about you and the music and what you're collecting I I, I value that a whole lot so That's yeah. yeah there's some there's some stuff that I, I don't know if it's this is this is tough i want to cue this up right because mm -hmm. there is a there's a movement that i'm seeing right now uh and it's led of course by black women women of color 
Um, and in our community, I think there is, I'm seeing so much of it, especially on Instagram, which is like you said, sort of our, sort of our place where we've, we've decided to not, it's not formed, but it's, it's, you know, it's our, this is our place because it's, you know, Mm -hmm. pictures and video and, you know, shorts and all this stuff that you can do with music. I'm starting to see at the forefront, um, black women really find their footing with this in this community and really establish themselves in this community Mm -hmm. is there is there sort of a do you feel any sort of way about this role that women tend to play in our community i I know that that i don't i want to always stay away from politics on this show even though i'm very very pro-black and all that stuff yeah yeah i I don't want to you know make it seem as if you know I'm I'm fishing yeah. for an answer of some sort. No, it's fine. It's it's a it's a question that it should be asked. Um, well, well, I can only come to it from my personal standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, the the truth is, I and maybe maybe in the jazz space, which is where I kind of hang out mostly, mm-hmm. okay? Um, because I guess if you you know. Look, if you went on my Instagram, you'd think, oh, she only collects jazz. Not, not true, but I mostly collect that. You now. have to it's, watch it's kinda... your show to know that. Yeah, watch watch Tara's yeah. turntable and you'll see yeah. like she's really into soul, into all types of other music, all, yes. any, all types I, of genres. But And I and I do enjoy them. Yeah. I, I, you know, there is that piece. But I, I, I have noticed, it took me a little while to notice that, well, okay, fine. Um, because I, I got some comments on my YouTube, people Uh-oh. saying to me, oh, glad to see someone like you here. I'm like, what are they, what are they talking about? Like, what are they on? Like, what do they mean, right? And I, I will confess that there probably is a kind of, uh, not intellectual, but emotional naivety on, on it because, you know, I, I'm a Caribbean person. I grew up in Jamaica. Mm-hmm, I'm used mm-hmm. to seeing people like myself all the, all the time. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. this is, so people who look like me, they're not, it's not a thing for me. You know, mm-hmm, it isn't mm-hmm. a, wow, this is so interesting. If you look at the strange bird, it's not. Yeah. Um, but then I did realize that, okay, I'm, I'm not, I don't really tend to see a lot of women mm-hmm. in my neck of the woods, you know, as someone in the jazz part of the VC. Yeah, yeah. And I find myself entering spaces a lot where I'm on live streams and I'm just, I'm chatting it up and, and it's all men and they're great. They're wonderful. Um, so I did, I did realize that. And mm-hmm. then also as a subcategory now being, a black woman, um, less so. I, I see less of that in the space that I inhabit and the people yeah, that I, I was talk to. Say, yeah. So, so there's that piece. But I, it, I mean, I, it's. I kind of realized almost, kind of. Um, yeah, it, it took me some time to realize that it's like okay, because it, I'm just blinded by my enthusiasm and passion. I, I'm. I really am not thinking about that stuff and so I'm just like oh yeah but it's kind of true that you know you kind of are a bit of a rare bird and so don't be surprised Mm -hmm. if people comment on that they're not trying to be Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. it's just you're going to have to adjust to the fact that people are not maybe used to seeing and then also to you're Jamaican you know as well (laughs) so you're it's a whole you're a whole other creature maybe and and so you you have to you know understand that too in other words Mm -hmm. just even being Caribbean within that is a completely different yeah, uh, yeah there's a lot of, the of sub, subsectors lot, there yeah, right yeah. exactly so so i i so in my neck of the woods i i i'm sure that in the vc in general women are doing their thing and spearheading a whole lot and stuff 
but I don't see that typically reflected a whole lot in where in the that's VC I hang out. That's a great point. Um, yeah. Just from my observation, I could be wrong, but that's what I've generally seen. That's a great point. Um, and so I don't know why that is. We could talk about that. And it might not be sort of inherently, you know, structural things. I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not sure what the composite of reasons are, why that's the case. Um, I don't know. So, no, so, that, that's a yeah. great point. And if you want to um, unpack that a little bit, um, mm -hmm. I, I'm totally uh, up to it because that is also something that I noticed. And in and, and saying that, you know, finding um, women, black women, finding their footing on in our community, I totally mean that in, in the sense that like how you clean that up, like that is extremely important to note is that, yeah, in our community, in a larger community of vinyl, mm -hmm. yes, I'm seeing a lot more black women sharing their collections, starting their collections, all that good stuff, which is awesome. But then when you narrow that subsector down, like you said, yeah, it starts to starts to dwindle a lot. It's not even yeah. a little. I was gonna say dwindle, dwindle yeah. a little, but it's it dwindles a lot. It cuts yeah. off a lot, and it's something yeah. I've noticed as well. It's like, mm -hmm. huh? Like so, like there's not many black women who collect jazz apparently. But yeah, and not many women who collect jazz. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't really see true, them. I think. You know? I think. I, I don't know. I, I'm so so. I'm not seeing a whole lot of women in just my neck of the woods. You know, is that um, is that because jazz has an era of two things being pretentious? I think people let's still, talk about that. Yeah. yeah, people still think of jazz as being very pretentious, uh, which is let's unfortunate because you yeah. know, this used to be the turn up music. Uh, exactly <laughs> but, right. You know, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Whatever. Okay. Cool. Um, go read and, some history, guys. Go yeah. 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 Right there. This is yeah. very important to note. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but and then in, in addition to that, uh, and this is just something I've recently taken note of, we don't really highlight all of the amazing musicians that are female that yes. come yeah. in that era that we're talking about, that 50s, 60s, yeah. 70s. Yeah. There's so many talented female artists that I think we st we start we're starting to highlight. We're starting to talk yeah. about more. But she's mm -hmm. like, I mean, I just recently learned about, uh, I just learned about Abby Lincoln, like not yes, too long right. ago, you yes. know, like, Abby Lincoln, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm just learning about Shirley Scott. Like there's so many yeah. amazing women artists who like mm -hmm. are, who killed it back in their day. Um, yeah. and I think maybe it's a part of why black women especially don't maybe feel so connected to it because they don't see themselves in it what do, what do you think yeah, about that yeah i think that could be a, a real part of it just you know you have to go digging a bit more to find out i think yeah um some of the the black female musicians um you know it within the genre i think you have to do a bit more digging to find out who they are mm -hmm. they're not immediately in your face right there yeah uh, Except for Nina so, Simone, right? Right, you know. right Nina Simone. <laughs> Nina so Simone, you, you, right. So you may have to do a bit more digging to get to like a Sarah Vaughan, or mm -hmm. you know, you may have to. It, it, that won't be immediately in your face, or or whatever. Um, yeah. So so yeah, it, it does. But but I also think that in this day and age, no, no matter jazz demands something of you. Okay, listen. So. Mm. Mm. It, wherever and I don't know how that intersects with the woman thing but I just think that as a genre it it, it demands something of you so in other words if the impetus is not there to look in the first place you don't see your kind really mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and then number two is that it's 
a genre that demands something. You, you have songs that are 10, 15 minutes long. You got to sit down and kind of listen to that stuff. You can't just, you, you, you know, it doesn't, there's nothing kind of by the way about it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. maybe that demand on top of the not seeing yourself creates a distance from it. And then, like you said, the pretentious piece, which I'd love to get into, by the yeah, way, let's this do it. idea that, that, that jazz is somehow pretentious. I made a very stupid mistake uh, last year, New Year's Eve, well, 2020 New Year's Eve, mm -hmm. oh, the previous year. And so my, a friend of mine had a little get together and she said at her house and she's like, yeah, you know, because we're in COVID, nobody's doing anything really. So, mm -hmm. uh, and by the way, you know, I think that also this particular time of COVID has also just, I think, done a lot for vinyl, I think, and people it has. collecting it because has. It has. we've There's just been home. The resurgence make your is home. a whole yeah. new thing now. Yeah, a it's whole on a whole thing. other level. Yeah, exactly. So you got to make your your own home your place of entertainment. And so you've got, you picked up some serious records yeah. in that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so anyway, I, I she she said to each of us, oh, you know, you can just each person gets like a half hour. They can play what they want to play. Mm. And like a like a big idiot, I decided to. I was like, "It's a beautiful, beautiful New Year's. I'm up on in the hill. I'm seeing this gorgeous sky around me. What would be more wonderful than to have some wonderful Coltrane? The, oh. the New Year has not yet come in. Let me play a little. And no, listen, I did not go for Love Supreme. Don't come for okay, me. Okay, okay. I did not, you, you I didn't were early, that. early train. No, right, exactly. Okay, they still you know, didn't I like did it not, though. Right, I didn't go for a Love Supreme. I went something like very accessible. I, I probably played Giant Steps. That's a that's a good one. Yeah. No. Well, I probably played not not even that. Maybe I played Blue Train or maybe I played oh, Blue Crescent cool. or my favorite things. I feel like Crescent's kind of heavy. Uh, a little bit. No, I didn't play Crescent. Okay. No, I played. Okay. I think I played from Blue Train and maybe um, yeah, something like that. Nothing too, just a little, you know. And anyway, some someone said. Um, well, this is a bit too chill for New Year's Eve, right? And it, it really threw me off, right? And then she's like, oh, let's play some Afrobeat. And I'm like, listen, uh, I, ain't got, I had nothing against yeah. Afrobeat, you know? Nothing yeah, against yeah, it, really. Yeah. But at it's okay. the moment, it was a lovely moment. You know, you're up in, this, in the sky. We're high up, you know, because our place is quite high. Mm -hmm. Beautiful stars. And I'm thinking, oh, yes, Coltrane. And then... She was just like, oh, you know, this is a bit too chill. And I'm just like, what? Can I, can I swear on this show? Yes. yes because yes. I'm just like, what the fuck about Coltrane is chill? Please tell me. And I'm just like, you know what, Tara? Just, just, I, I was a good citizen. I bit my tongue and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let this girl override my selection and play her Afrobeat. And I'm going to be a good, good guest. I want to shut my mouth. But yeah. I made a very, very uh, bad mistake. And so maybe that kind of played into the idea of being pretentious how you know who, you're gonna fish out some jazz it's weird well i mean what do you think about this whole well, thing i, well, I don't know I, I, <laughs> I, I, I try and keep it i definitely try and keep it um i, I try to keep people's expectations in perspective and so when yeah. so if i were in that situation i would have <laughs> yeah. been like what's the, what's chill about this what it, can you explain yeah. like what, what is yeah. so chill about because you're not right. hearing words or like is it yeah. because like what, what, what makes this chill to you yeah. Uh, because like you said, there's not a lot that's chill about Coltrane. Um, there's a lot to unpack and listen to. Yeah. Um, and so from the historical perspective, I usually give people that rundown whenever they, they throw that pretentious argument in my face. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just right away, I say I take them back to 1948, the Cotton Club, Uptown Harlem. Like, like, listen, this is this is the first 
type of social party music we have as black folk in America, mm-hmm. especially. Mm-hmm. You don't get to call this music pretentious because this music was created. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. From uh, from a form of being a social, being a party atmosphere type of music. So yeah. it, there's nothing pretentious about that. I think people yeah. get lost in the the like you said, there's a work that has to happen there's some there's something for you to do there's something for you to hear i think at once upon a time maybe even humans may have been a little bit more intelligent <laughs> maybe yeah, in, in unpacking yeah. their their music because this music wasn't it, it wasn't so overt it wasn't it, it yes. wasn't just gifted to them you have to um understand melody you have to understand rhythm to understand jazz and yeah I really just think people just want an excuse to just kind of zone out and not have yeah. to think about the music so importantly. Yes, and and I but I wondered two things. I wondered, do we play a role as listeners of jazz? Do we play a role in Certainly. kind of maintaining that yeah. idea of of this sort mm-hmm. of esoteric thing that yeah. no one can touch? Especially we when we that? talk about it like this, right? When we talk about it like, yeah. oh yeah, this is this is a spiritual experience um it is something that it, it unlocks doors it un, it, it yeah. literally is ushering me through this experience of like being curious yeah mm-hmm. i think i think we do play a part in that um but but what's the alternative right like i mean this yeah. music is important to us we want to say mm-hmm. how we want to express how important it is to us um it can yeah. be it's not exclusive though like right like it's not it being it no. being spiritual to us doesn't mean it can it has to be pretentious to somebody else exactly I, you know yeah Yeah, I, I I do think that there are some people who do try to maintain this this kind of hermetically sealed jazz is over here. You have to be like some rocket scientist yeah. to yeah. understand yeah. that. You got to be and in a I, dark the, room and you can't yeah. do anything but listen to this music and that's it. Right. Like, yeah. Or some kind of rocket scientist with you know <laughs> some Einstein to be able to. And I'm just like, no, this this is human music. And for me, if you just sit down and allow you allow the sonic experience to be what it is. I think That's people it. know, I don't know, I could be wrong, but I don't know if people are as curious about sound. I think we've been given a lot of stuff to listen to and and, and maybe I'm wrong, mm-hmm. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I, to me, it, it feels like something. a lot of a lot of music these days and I sound like a lot of music these yeah, days. I know yeah, how I, I hate sound. that phrase. Don't, yeah, don't come I'm trying to stay me. away don't from that for me. <laughs> Don't come for me, please. But it's true that it's true for me in terms of the jazz piece and the, the era I listen to or whatever, it, it just feels like there's a lot more in that for me in terms of a, a sonic experience. It's like, wow, there, there's so much going on here. Mm-hmm. The interplay of this, the, the subtlety of that. So I, I, I don't know, are, are people wanting to even kind of go there to have a a sonic experience that they could enjoy if they just allowed themselves to just sit back and say, hey, what's this? Hey, what's this? This is nice. You know, I like this. And so when people come to my house, I just play music. No stress. I'm not trying to come and and listen to this and sit down. But I I just play. And then they're like, oh, you know, I really like this. What's this? And they they kind of open up. Best way. Best way to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's slowing it in and, and sort of because honestly it started like that for me and i, I this is very anti pretentious because like for me jazz found its way into my heart I, i didn't grow up listening to jazz i didn't grow i i was actually one of those people who thought it was pretentious for a long time um okay, yeah. and then in college i um i needed it to focus 
on 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 my work on writing papers. I was a political science uh, major, so like oh, you most... too. I, I did you you too. I did a yeah. whole side minor philosophy okay. major. Oh, well, yeah. nice. Yeah, philosophy was my minor. Look at that. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, so okay. it swaps. Um, no, so it was it was weird. So I spent my time, as you know, writing a lot of papers, and mm-hmm. I needed that to focus. Mm-hmm. I I used it as background noise essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that planted the seed, right? That, yeah, that yeah. planted the seed, and and so I do that with people who who come over um, for listening parties and stuff. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna just play this, and you're gonna like it because it's easy listening. You're gonna like it because it doesn't interrupt your thoughts, right? You're gonna like it because mm-hmm. it doesn't in, in, intrude on the moment. But then you're gonna go back, and maybe maybe you'll start your own story your own path down down jazz that's, right that's so interesting because you know for me i if i'm working or having to focus i cannot listen to oh yeah i can't anymore now but i no, used to no, all the time yeah i i can't listen to jazz i'm, I'm gonna want to it's distracting because i'm gonna want to just sit down and just oh this is so good take away yeah so i, I have to just it's gonna be classical from for, for like just you know work focus but yeah. but but jazz i can't it's too it's too much pleasure for me to sit down and try to and, and dig, that dig what song i used to listen to uh it oh, was what? always it was always naima that song okay. was like the first okay. song i fell in love with yeah. and it was something about the really soft melody of, mm. of john sax sort of ushers you through all of the other instruments through that song mm, and i was just mm. like yo like i could i could write i could write my thesis to this like <laughs> which I'm, yeah. i may have written my thesis to that mm-hmm. um but yeah it started like that but then when i wanted to under when, when the doors unlocked it was like now you have now you have certain elements or, or certain things mm-hmm. that you you wish to explore with this music yeah. I, I felt like, okay, now I have this opportunity to yeah. listen to a song like Naima. And right. now I'm going to be picking apart the instruments. Like you said, like now yes. I can't I can't sit back and just listen to it as like Passively, background yeah. music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm actively listening to like, oh, like what is McCoy doing with this? Or what exactly, is you know, right. like exactly. So it's you know, it, it's it's different. It changed, which is beautiful for me. That is a it's an air of, I guess anti-pretentiousness if that's a if that's a phrase but mm-hmm. i really truly feel like everyone has that that is something that i feel like everyone everyone has that that start yeah all you gotta do is plant a seed you know what i mean true like, true that's it and then Everyone's the other capable. thing that yes it is true and and what came to mind as you were speaking to is people have to i think in certainly opening up jazz it, it, it humanizing it in the sense that 
and and the jazz shepherd does a great job of doing that. In other yeah. words, the people, yeah. the people behind the instruments, or just imagining a session. You know, mm-hmm. so you have Lee Morgan over here, you have somebody else on the whatever else, the drums. Um, imagining them playing and see, and so and also too, I think when people actually do see visually, like a video or mm-hmm. something like that of how jazz is played. And you're like, oh gosh, you know, and you know, Lee comes in and does this thing, and then, yeah. and I think, I think, I think hard, I think hard bop will kind of lend itself to that kind of, you know, ah, oh, oh yeah, he's coming in that way, you know, um, he's gonna play this, and then someone else is gonna come and do that, and mm-hmm. then it's, it feels like really like, yeah, okay, um, and you understand the kind of bravado, even that kind of yeah. male element of showing off, and it becomes yeah, yeah. kind of, yeah, and it's like, okay, so, so humanizing it's in that way it's not just locked behind this sort of you know facade of being pretentious but you actually can see that these are people who are expressing something who have a story who have mm-hmm. a, a you know so so i don't know you know i was thinking about this question about you know it is my collection defined more by the genre or by the people and it's obviously overlaps right mm-hmm. clearly but um, I could say, yeah, I collect jazz, which is which makes sense in its own way to some mm-hmm, degree. Mm-hmm. But I could say to you, okay, fine, you know, yeah, I, I collect Bill Evans, and then you will say, okay, I, I know what that means, or I, I feel what that means, yeah, and then yeah. I'm I connect to his essence a whole lot. So and his story, and it's humanized yeah, for me, yeah. where it's like, oh, look at this man, this very quiet, very intellectually Super sort quiet, of thing, yeah. you know. So you, you you connect to the people behind the music, and then it becomes a whole thing. So I mm. think sometimes if we humanize it in that way you know it becomes easier to kind of connect to that's a really yeah. good point that's a really good point and so with that said though i am gonna like i want to wrap things up i want to sure. have you back obviously on the yes, show that'd like, be great. i, I would think love that. that i think that'll be great i want everyone yeah. under the sound of our voice to go check out tara's turntable um <laughs> it is an experience for sure and i really like that there's there's no gimmicks it's just you being vulnerable with the music and uh, that's something that I aspire to be. I feel like I, I try. There are some episodes where I, I, I look back and when I'm editing and stuff, I'm like, I got it with this one. Then there are some yeah. ed- episodes where I'm like, man, I don't even want to put this out, but whatever. <laughs> like, you know, so I I, I, I think uh, we originally talked and you were taking a little break from Tara's turntable, right? Uh, you are returning, I hear. Is that correct? Well, I, I listen, you know, I, I, I come to my channel like how i come to music it's totally led by my feelings like if i'm not mm-hmm. feeling it right now i'm just not going to do it so i mean you know I, we're, we're joking before it, it it's 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 not it's a show so to speak but it's not it's just when i when i feel like i listened to that voice message again last night it was hilarious you're hilarious i'm like why is this man calling my thing a show yeah but i i might we'll, we'll see what happens you know if i if i have if I want to say something that I think is meaningful, I'll come on and say it, you know. Um, but the thing too is that like this kind of interaction between me and you has been great. It's, it's. I think maybe what I'm looking for now is just more conversation, you know. Mm. And so I appreciate this um, chance to really connect and have a dialogue as opposed to me just talking at the camera. So, gotcha. um, which is, you know. So I appreciate this a whole lot. If you ever, if you ever invite me over to uh, Tara's yes! table, yes! I'll, 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 hop, I'll hop on yes! for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I and I will be on camera too. I would totally. I'm not opposed to that at all. Um, awesome. As you, as everyone knows, uh, I've, the Record Spinner podcast is moving toward the video 
audio setup. It's awesome. Um, awesome. But yeah, yeah. And as reluctant as I was to do that, I, you know, it's it's sort yeah. of, it, it goes hand in hand with what I'm talking about. So I yes. get it. But you still have your podcast, obviously. It would still be only, yes. you still have that. Yes, too. yes. Okay. You, can, you can listen to the video or listen to the audio on whatever platform you listen to it. But like, you can also see it on, on you know, YouTube or whatever. So, yeah. yeah yeah so i don't know exactly. i don't know i don't maybe that maybe that's next year i, I don't know what, yeah. I, what i got planned for this year but yeah. i know that i really want to focus on conversations like this uh, yeah because yeah. I, I think i've they're, learned a lot go for it no they're, they're just so meaningful and rich is all i wanted to say yeah. you know yeah. yeah yeah and so i i i'm excited i extend that to you in all seriousness come back whenever we can i, I would love to draw up some notes whatever you know and and yeah. hit it again uh if there's any type of if there's any topic that you want to talk about let me know mm -hmm. and we'll, we'll that'd be great that'd be wonderful get it done but that yeah. is my time uh taurus turntable you want to plug anything your instagram and your your yeah. youtube yep go for it sure my, my instagram is uh, taurus turntable so t-a-r-a-s underscore turntable and so that's the best place to connect with me she posts and, lots yeah. of great stuff on that Instagram page. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I'm not posting every day, but I think when I do post, I really enjoy posting, and I and I love seeing what people have to offer. And I just think that we have a great community of people, and I, I feel like I've been um, just people have been very kind to me. So I, I'm, I feel very lucky, and I just like to extend that toward other people as well. So. It's it's because you it's because you offer something though. So, so so keep that in mind, like you're the, you're a big part of this community, not because you're just a part of this community. I mean, that's a big part of why we are all a big part of the community to use a lot of bigs and parts, but, yes. um, <laughs> yeah. you know, but you offer something, you have a voice, you use your voice, um, you yeah. explain, uh, how you feel about the music. And like I said, that vulnerability part of like, and I've heard you say this, like, I don't really know what this means, but like, I like this, you know, I don't really know what this yeah. technically is, but I like, yeah. and yeah. and I think there's something yeah. to say about that because our community had, before people like yourself, um, our community had an issue with just the experts being the only people who got to talk, you know, and mm -hmm. not people mm -hmm. who were like, you know, who just wanted to talk about the feeling that the music provides talk yeah. about their personal journey with the music stories like that are important they're yeah i would say more important than you know some of the technical stuff that we you know we hear about about the yeah. music you know so yeah, yeah. more power Absolutely. to you um it's been thank a real you. pleasure real joy uh, thank you so it's much been wonderful. thank uh, you for having me this has been just delightful i'm i'm so happy to be here thank you awesome <laughs> stuff awesome stuff uh thank you for watching another episode of the record spinner podcast uh you can email me at the record spinner podcast at gmail.com or you can uh hop on to the forum um and the forum is on the recordspinner.com uh, and you can also visit my Instagram, which is Rebirth of the Cool. That's my time, guys. Peace. <laughs>